0: Hi, I'm Alan Bolio from ITR Economics, and with me today is Brian Bolio, his sidekick. And we're going to be talking today about the Fed Funds Interest Rate and uh, future trend, what it all means. We might want to think of this in terms of Fed Funds Interest Rate is a tool, not a miracle. And what it means. I mean, what are the actual items from the, the Fed lowering the Fed Funds Rate versus what the marketplace has already been signaling and the marketplace has already been doing? They're really two different equations, aren't they? They are indeed. And you all know by now that uh, the Fed lowered the interest, the uh, Fed funds rate by 25 basis points in July. And w- what astounds us is that most folks think, well, that's it, then all the problems are over. The economy is going to turn around. We're going to begin to move back up. Yeah. No, 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 no. It no, no, no. doesn't work that way when we, when we go back early part of the uh, first decade of this century. The, the Fed lowered uh, interest rates off of a December high, and yet the economy still managed to continue to decline for a year. If it was that easy as one interest rate move, they would not have continued to lower interest rates until they finally saw the, the upswing. Yeah, so even if the Fed does continue to lower interest rates, there's no guarantee that we immediately see a turn in the economy. We're much better off watching uh, the ITR leading indicator and other leading indicators that we're fond of using, because they'll give you much better timing as to the trough, Because whether it's 25 basis points, seventy-five basis points or a hundred basis points, you really don't know which one is going to get to the point where we trip. And you don't even know if that's what's causing the turn or if it's something else. It could be, uh, coincidental rather than causal. We have leading indicators for interest rates and they suggest that, uh, through the end of 19, there's the probability of further interest rate decline. The fed may move, uh, one or two more times based on those indications, but from our vantage, um, you know, whether it's this 25 BIP, or if there's another 25 BIPs you want to wait for, it means the prime rate is coming down. And it means some other rates are coming down. So if that's what you've been waiting for, by the end of this year, lock and load. That's yes. the message. If you're going to do some serious capex, whether it's building equipment, uh, new facility a new location, whatever it happens to be, even buy a business, uh, late this year would be a good time to do it if, pricing, if you're sensitive to 25, 50 basis points in the interest rate. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a. Salient point. And uh, always keep an eye on the 22 decline. I mean, we just looked at the GDP forecast again and that 22 decline is still there. Uh, And it's not too early to figure out what you're going to do to avoid that 22 decline. That's right. What he means by that is in the year 2022, we are forecasting a, a recession. Also in the news today are uh, tariffs. Tariffs are big news again, which is kind of fun and interesting. It must be exciting. Your voice just cracked when you said tariffs. It did. It's, it's happening in my life again, so just be nice. So the uh, 10% tariffs uh, on, on consumer goods, mostly consumer goods coming into the country, are likely to meet some retaliatory uh, res- uh, they have so far. Terrorism. China hasn't taken any of this stuff lying down. And, and you are looking at automobile exports into China from the U.S. into China, and how they're plummeting. We see how U.S. exports in general are in uh, decline, um, and that's a pretty negative, clear negative leading indicator signal for uh, for economic activity in general. So, I mean, there's this quick pro quo that happens is very real and it's significant. So. Raising more tariffs against the Chinese is not without consequence. It's, one of the consequences is going to be potentially higher prices paid by U.S. consumers, and the other consequence would be the retaliation, which further weakens the U.S. economy. This is not—it's not an easily winnable trade war by any means. No, it's not, and the consumer is going to pay a bill for a lot of this because most people seem to think that tariffs are paid by the exporting nation, but they're not. They're paid by the importers. So these tariffs are being, going to be absorbed by apparel and footwear providers uh, here in the United States, or one's bringing it into the United States anyways. It's going to be paid by iPhones, going to be paid by toy manufacturers uh, that, are, that are bringing them in from China. And they're going to pass some of that on to the consumer, is, is our take. And that does provide for some inflationary pressures, which is the conundrum because... The administration wants even lower interest rates Well, maybe setting up a scenario where the Fed is going to be caught between a rock and a hard place. That's right. As the economy slows, they might be tempted to lower interest rates, but as inflation heats up, they should be raising interest rates. So we could have a, a Fed wondering what it is that they should do next, which will be interesting to watch as we go forward. High drama, high drama. There will be high drama on the high seas as we watch those empty uh, container ships going back to, uh, to China. Our exports to China are well below year-ago levels. Our exports to the rest of the world are in decline on a 12-month-moving total basis since February of this year, and that is showing up, I think, And that we're seeing manufacturing slow down, we're seeing distribution slow down, we're seeing supply chain from beginning to end, just seeing some impact of less domestic demand as well as less international demand. And let's be clear, uh, this, what Alan was just saying, uh, is not the 2022 recession. That's a no. totally different cycle. He's talking about what's going on now, here in 2020. That isn't even addressing uh, what we see going on in 2022. No. And we're often, you're right, and we're often asked, uh, will we see an end to tariff soon? And I'm not sure what you've been saying. I've been saying, uh, don't think so. We have a lot of nationalism going on around the world, including here, China, and other parts, of the, the, other parts of the world. And that's kind of a breeding ground for exactly this trade war kind of activity that's going on. And in fact, uh, instead of it going away, it just got ramped up and more firms are going to like it and more firms are not going to like it because they're always winners and they're losers. If you've been winning so far on this trade war, congratulations. Things are looking pretty good. If you've been losing on, on the losing side of this trade war, uh, tighten that belt and figure out your cash and your cost structure because it's going to get a little tighter as you go through the second half of this year. We're likely to see, uh, because it's consumer goods, too, the movement out of China on some manufacturing uh, to, ex, you know, to skirt around the tariffs um, into Cambodia, for instance. Um, we're seeing some of that activity going on in consumer goods, and this may accelerate that whole process, which is one way companies can get around the tariffs. It's bad for China, and it ends up being neutral for the U.S., uh, it certainly does. And there's been flights to Mex- back to Mexico, there's been movement into Vietnam as well as Cambodia, as you said. Um, and in the long run, that certainly is painful for our friends in China. All right, so don't count on a miracle cure because of uh, the decline in the Fed funds rate, even if there's another decline or two that comes in. Mid-September uh, could bring another 25 basis points, maybe even a little more, but I would suspect 25 basis points. And don't expect the change in the increase i should say in tariffs to be something that is a death knell to the economy because some will benefit from it but don't expect it to be uh, a cure for american manufacturing because right now american manufacturing is slowing down because because of it i think it's fair to say that any pretense of this will help stimulate more manufacturing jobs in the united states simply isn't true manufacturers can't find employees this isn't going to stimulate american jobs it may stimulate demand for more labor, but it's not going to stimulate actual jobs. could be very good for automation and robotics when we're done. That's true. Uh, China is a great destination for US-made robots, by the way, and that has fallen dramatically off uh, throughout this trade war, so robotics uh, manufacturers are being hurt. Okay. Yeah. A lot of pain going around. Stick with us. We'll talk about when the good news comes, but we're glad you're with us today as we talked about interest rates, not a miracle, and tariffs, not a great tool. Thanks for joining us, this is Trend Talk, I carry an office.